2018, a podcast rose from the depths of hell to bring you schlock from beyond the grave. After four weeks of bodies, blood, and boobs, the end has come. Will you survive Ghoul and Goblin Theater, the final chapter? Ooh! I like the sound of that. We needed a werewolf in there. Maybe a thunderbolt. Can you do a good thunderbolt? Anyone? No. That's it. That's a thunderbolt. If you want a werewolf... I got a dirty mop head in the back of my car that we can use to gently drape <laughs> over it. Who's going to be putting that stuff near my junk? Because I want that to be like perfectly scale replica. Oh, man. We're having a lot of fun I here. I am so fucking excited. Greg. So excited. It's fucking Halloween. Finally here. I just burnt down three buildings on my way here. Devil's I'm Night. I'm ready to You're... fucking roll. What is pre-Devil's Devil's Night called? Uh, Pro Satanist Night. You because just, we're just the embodiment of Satan. Yeah. You just pregame super hard for Devil's yeah. Night, man. Pregame? Alrighty. Yeah. Mm. I'm just drinking coffee. This is sober episode number two for me. Wow. I was I was not here, drinking here, here, last here's episode. Your and here's your coin I'm going to give you I, for your yeah. two episodes sober. <laughs> two, two episodes sober, Griff. So you know it's going to be asinine. I mean, I'm proud of your accomplishment, Griff. Thanks. I'm not trying to. It's just it's too early Griff, and i got to run. You might be shaking from the DTs. But when yeah. I'm interested in, I'm interested in what made you shake in fear as a child. I want to know, we're, we're talking about all these great movies. What movie or TV show really scared the shit out of you as a kid? The stupider and lamer, the better, please. Oh, my God. So many things terrified me as a kid. I mean, Powerline scared me for a little while there. Um, what else scared me? Are You Afraid of the Dark? I couldn't even get past the opening credits for that show. Just like the lights going out and then the little match that they held up scared me. Goosebumps scared me. Um, rough paper. <laughs> Didn't like, like, seriously, <laughs> I would ask, do you remember Miss Malenfant? Yeah. Yeah, I'd ask her to turn the page for me because I didn't like the texture. I was oh. afraid. I was. <laughs> but then you love those <laughs> rough corduroy pants. You got over it. I got over right. it. I got over a lot of things. I, I grew a lot as a human and as a child. I, I got my ear pierced, and I was like, yeah, I can flip this page myself. That, it? that gave you the power? That that actually did. That gave me a lot of confidence. When you became hoops, then I became, became a whole new man. I became hoops at age eight, and uh, yeah, I just started turning things around. But mostly, are you afraid of the so dog? So you didn't even get bad. You didn't even get into Well, you're not a horror guy, but you didn't say... Are you afraid of the dark that scared you off of the horror genre totally? Um, I, mean, I came back for like Friday the thirteenth when I got I'm older. I'm shocked because like you have an older brother. It's usually an older brother's job to like torment his younger brother. So I figured he would make you watch uh, something scary. That torment came in the form of What's the age difference between you and your brother? Three years. Okay. And that torment just came in the form of like sports, him being overtly aggressive. Okay. So it's yeah, pretty normal stuff. It wasn't anything like with watching, you know, spooky stuff. That was that was. Yeah, my... I had older sisters, so it was more mental torture. Yeah, like Friday the Thirteenth. I eventually got into in my teen years, and that that shit scared the hell out of me too. Like I I was one of those people who couldn't fall asleep after watching like forty five minutes of one. So mm. well, for me, you know, I, I want to go on record as saying. The TV movies of the 70s are way scarier than the fucking PG-13 shit they're putting out now, all right? So you had the fucking fucking vampire kid from Salem's Lot. Oh, yeah. Scary. Dude, that was... That was. You had fucking that, that uh, voodoo doll from Trilogy of Terror. Oh, yeah, the... Uh, I don't know this The one. fertility doll. 
Yeah, it was a little like doll thing and attacked this one. He held a knife and he, was, he was. I uh, it's, it's that scared me as a kid. It sounds but spooky. But the one thing I was thinking, of what was like the lamest thing that scared me as a kid? And I, I was reminded, you know, that MeTV channel they show all Me the old. TV. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're showing Buck Rogers. Okay. There was this episode. It must have been the Halloween episode of Buck Rogers. It was a Dracula episode, but it was space vampires, which probably is the reason why I love space vampires so much now. That makes sense. But the guy, he was like a Nosferatu vampire, and he would like, and he would, much like in, our, in Life Force, great episode, the space vampire would he go like this, like the devil horn deal. Oh thing, yeah, yeah. And okay. he would like he would put it on your neck and he would take your life force out. And he oh. did it to the female lead of the show. And then Buck Rogers had to say, but man, he creeped me out. He was like a, he looked like Nosferatu, but like a space vampire Nosferatu. All right. Now I look at it now and go, it's, what the fuck is wrong with you, Tim? But at the time, it was scared the shit out of me. Okay, Mike. I got two: a TV show and a movie. Uh, the TV show back in the day. It was probably like Channel 50 or something. Um, but late at night in the summers, I would stay up and watch all kinds of old TV shows. Uh, my jam was Bewitched. Love Bewitched. But they would also play Twilight Zone. Ooh, that and, music. And I could never watch an episode of Twilight Zone. I saw the intro, heard the music, and I was like, no. That, yeah. No, this no. is going to be too much for me, man. I right. feel you there. Little, little did I know that. It really wouldn't have been, but uh, right. a lot of it probably would have just gone you over know, my Tales head. Tales from the Dark Side had a real creepy intro, too. Yeah. My brother used to not be able to watch the intro to Tales from the Crypt. I was just um, going to... Uh, yeah. You're jogging my memory here. He'd watch right up until right before the Crypt Keeper popped out, and then he'd like cover his eyes, but then he'd watch the Crypt Keeper do his funny bits. Just that one moment was too much for him. <laughs> but then, uh, movie-wise, the poster, the, the cover art for Creep Show. I would go rent horror movies and all that stuff, and I'd be all about them. But then I'd look at the cover for Creep Show with the sweet. It's my favorite movie cover, favorite movie poster with the ticket taker on front. And I'd be like, nope, that's going to be too scary for me. Hmm. And I didn't see that until I was an adult because I just every wow. time you, I'd be you, like, you got to keep that alive. I, I hyped myself up so much about this yeah. movie. I'm like, it's going to be the scariest thing I've ever seen. And then I just kind of forgot about it. And then I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to watch Creep Show, and it was awesome. Nice. Not scary, but awesome. And there's somebody right now going, I watched Cannibal Holocaust when I was five. You fucking pussies. Right, right, right. For sure. There's always a tough guy out there who wants to show off. But you know what? We got an awesome movie ahead of us here. Yeah, I, we do. I loved it because it's the only movie out of our four that we watched that admits it's a comedy. Yep. Right. It's Well, all- here's the thing. I mean, maybe we can, me and Mike can go back. Mike, you you would say you're a fan of horror comedy, wouldn't you? Yes. And I would say I hate horror comedy. But this is there are very few exceptions, and this is one of them. And this is my take on it. This is why I hate horror comedy. Because, first of all, they're polar opposites. Yeah. The feelings you're trying to get. Like, like horror is about creating tension. Humor is about releasing tension. Yeah. So I don't... so. I can deal with it. Like I like why I like this movie because there's still horrifying shit in it. So it's still yeah. you're like whole like the skin to guy, you know. Like I don't like it when there's no stakes involved. Like you know, like no even the hero's not scared, right? yeah, or whatever. The final girl, whatever. That's what I don't like. So that's why that's my beef. Yeah, this comedy. movie does such a good job of you have the psychotic the psychotic family and they're providing most of the comedy. 
but at the same time, it's like they're so they're over the top. They're, but so, they're, creepy they're so creepy. They're so creepy and almost believable. Yeah, like because right. it's 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 that thing where you watch horror comedies and you're like, oh, I'd love to hang out with the guys from What We Do in the Shadows. That'd be great, right? Yeah, they're entertaining, and you'd want to hang out with them. You're laughing at Chop Top and Leatherface and Drayton Sawyer. You do not want to hang out with them. No, like, you're like, oh man, these guys are hysterical. Keep them far away from me. And every character in this movie takes that approach aside from the, the cowboy, a.k.a. Lefty, who I thought were two different people. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I straightened that out before we got here. Well, we would have we would yeah, have figured is, it out pretty this, quickly. I would say, this is my, I was talking to Griff before we start taping, this is my second favorite Dennis Hopper form, performance of all time. What I, would the first be? Frank Booth from oh, Blue, Blue Velvet. Velvet. Okay. So he, good. I mean, that... And, like, get back to the last time you were here. Frank Booth is 100 times more scarier than Hannibal fucking Lecter. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. There are people like Frank Booth in your neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's how many genius cannibals are there? I mean, two or three. Right. You know? At least three. I mean, I know one, but Ooh, they're do. hard to find. But... Uh, Okay. Crazy ass fucking laughing gas addicted, unironic Pat Blue Ribbon drinking psychopaths. Dude. They're everywhere. That Pat's Blue Ribbon scene, one of the greatest things ever. <laughs> I don't remember it, so we're going to move on from that part. But <laughs> We're, we're going to get into uh, the movie. It's, yeah. Of course, what we're talking about is Texas Chancellor Massacre Part 2, Toby Hooper's classic for Golden Globus Theater and what Golden Globus Productions. So let's just get into it, Griff. What is it, Griff? Is it the podcast or is it the saw? Oh, uh, the podcast. Right choice. Mm, mm-hmm. Podcast so is family. So podcast. let's listen to it. <laughs> Texas Chancellor Master, part two. Thirteen years ago, audiences across America were horrified by the savagery of a faceless killer. In the wake of this bizarre rampage, he vanished. Now, after more than a decade of silence, he has come out of hiding. Chainsaw Massacre 2, The Buzz is Back, directed by Toby Hooper. On the afternoon of August 18th, 1973, five young people in a Volkswagen van ran out of gas on a farm road in South Texas. Four of them were never seen again. The next morning, the one survivor, Sally Hardesty Enright, was picked up on her roadside, blood-caked and screaming murder. Sally said she had broken out of a window in hell. The girl babbled a mad tale, a cannibal family in an isolated farmhouse, chainsawed fingers and bones, her brother, her friends, hacked up for barbecue, chairs made of human skeletons. Then she sank into catatonia. Texas lawmen mounted a month-long manhunt but could not locate the macabre farmhouse. They could find no killers and no victims, no facts, no crime. 
officially on the record the Texas Chainsaw Massacre never happened. But during the last 13 years, over and over again, reports of bizarre, grisly chainsaw mass murders have persisted all across the state of Texas. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre has not stopped. It haunts Texas. It seems to have no end. Damn. Big question here. Yeah. Uh, the first movie is based on real events. We, you know what? That's, no. what we all, that's what we all thought. That we, was the thing when you back like, in the day. We need to clear. You were like everyone was one. like, you know, this is base. This happened for Mike, real. Reach down to your left, grab that, throw it on the fridge. <laughs> all right. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Good throw. So, kind of based on a real story. Well, where, where did loosely we fall on this? based on Ed Gein, just the Leatherface type okay. stuff. Yeah. But and then yeah. the, that was always the rumor. Like when you like before you'd seen it, you're like, yeah, that was yeah. based on real shit. Because the crawl there was that about any was like is that supposed to be about any real events or is that no? Just they're trying to make the first you movie. They're trying to make you think because they did it in the first movie too. They're trying to make you think it really happened. Gotcha. So. Cool. Because I couldn't imagine that really happened, but you know, I just we're clearing the air for everybody else and myself. Yes. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is fiction. It did not happen. So, guys, the big question here in the opening scene: How do we feel about these frat boys? Do you like the yellow sweater? Do you like the the uh, hologram glasses? Hologram glasses? No, I couldn't wait for them no. to be murdered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I did, did you find something redeeming about them? Well, I just enjoy watching these guys just living out their Second Amendment uh, freedoms. They're just driving along Texas, having a good old time, shooting all the signs. You know, that's a good time right there. Yeah, the shoot. You notice, and this is. Back to foreshadows. Ooh. They shoot a sign that says uh, Texas Battleland Amusement Park, and that's going to come into play later on in the movie. Good call. I was wondering why I was noticing all these signs. Cannon knows what they're doing, right? Yes. Yeah. To- oh. Toby Hoops, he he directed? Yes, he directed. Yeah. came back. I heard, I don't know if it's true, but I'm going to say it's true because I feel like it, that the only reason he agreed to do this was so he could get to do Life Force, which is... F- Underrated movie, underrated episode, by yeah. the way. Well, uh, I heard that he only directed this one because Golan Globus kept shifting the budget for this movie as it was going on. Well, it, oh, it showed. Based, yeah. <laughs> based on how other movies of theirs were doing. And so just he, he, Toby realized he wouldn't be able to afford a decent director for it, so he just did it. Oh, okay. oh that makes sense. Yeah, I want to because Life Force out, came out before this. Yes, it did. Yeah, I want to point out. I love this fucking movie. It's like my. It's in my top ten, top twenty horror movies of all time. It's a fun movie. But oh my god, that fucking synth soundtrack was really getting on my nerves. Yeah, it was really cheap sounding. <laughs> well, it's never reminded me of. Was it Full Moon Productions that always has those oh fucking cheap synth like soundtracks? I'm gonna go on the record right now. Full Moon Productions can bite my ass. Yeah, well, don't worry, we're never covering. We're Dude, not, this isn't Full Moon like, Theater. The first Puppet Master is okay, but the 73 after that and the evil bong shit, no, no. No, oh, boy. I have no we're time all, for We're in all agreement. It sucked. But yeah, I was, I was, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't like this. So sense. our boys are just driving down the road, causing all kinds of very clean, boys will be boys type fun. Boys will be boys. Hijinks. Okay. They're just... Well, they're, they're, they're driving to the Oklahoma-Texas football game. Yes. 
And, you know, they're, they're chiming in on the radio, and they hear Stretch, who happens to be a character we're going to see quite a yeah, bit in this she's movie. She's our heroine of the movie. And Played by Caroline Williams, who later pops up in Hatchet 3 and Leprechaun 3, the best of the Leprechaun movies. Oh, shit. It would have been interesting if this was che- Texas Chainsaw 3, just so she was always in the third of the She was in Texas Chainsaw 3 as well. She was? Oh. She had an uncredited cameo as her news reporter. Oh. As stretch. Well, oh. that's the thing because we learn. Yeah, she, she's starting out as a DJ for Headbangers, as she says. Yeah, but she she has aspirations and I, she wants to be like a journalist. I'm glad to know that she became a journalist. Yep, she didn't go crazy then. Yeah, we'll do that later. But uh, <laughs> no one ever goes crazy in these situations. But well, I think I would have lost my shit if I had to deal with what she deals with. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, you would expect. But that. maybe I would come down and then I'd become a newscaster. I don't know. I know. But I also want to point out. I think this is the last good Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. I think the only the first two are the only ones that are worth watching. I mean, I don't even say that Matthew McConaughey one. Don't you dare. It's not as bad as people make it out. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. There's a hot okay. take for him. So getting back to these asshole frat boys. So they're calling in their fucking prank on. This is before caller ID. Yeah. You got the big ass brick car phone. Before caller ID and before you can just hang up from one side of the call. Right. <laughs> so they're just like fucking with her. And she's like, hey, I got a fucking job to do, you assholes. And yeah. they're like, we don't care. We're partying. Woo. So, you know, they, they get LGs pulling plugs. He don't, they don't know what they're doing. But yeah, they eventually. LG, well, LG, he's the producer of the show. Yeah. And I want to point out that because, you know. Golden Globe is very economical. They got ninety minutes. They have to in and out. They don't have time to do for character development. So what they do, the little trick they do, they just give somebody an adorable like tick they have. LG's these hocking loogies. He's hocking yeah. loogies everywhere in the uh, studio. Yeah, wherever there's he's just like it, that's his thing. So you know he's lovable. At least and he, disgusting. At least it wasn't like chew spits. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I think that maybe would be better. No, no, absolutely snot, not. Yeah, I can snot on snot the or tobacco. No, it's, it's rough. I was able to get by, like just whatever about it. Know. But no, which would you rather have someone spit on you, tobacco juice or snot? Probably snot. I'd go tobacco I'd go juice. Tobacco juice too. You guys are fucking crazy. Well, <laughs> I don't. Just seriously, if you've ever had to sit next to somebody who's sitting there fucking yeah, yeah. spitting out chew, I, 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 I had a friend from Texas, by the way. I'm just kind of a germaphobe, so like I don't want snot. What if they're it's sick? Just, you know, uh, like uh. I don't know. Fuck. I mean, either way, I'm not happy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's not the nature of the question, though. It's the lesser two evils. Ex- exactly. So. So they get tying up the line. She's just trying to do her fucking show. Yeah. And these shitbirds are like, we want to hear uh, bright lights, big titties. Ah! <laughs> no, I want to see bright lights, big titties. Ah! That that was more annoying than their outfits. All I'm saying. And no, their, so, their outfits were annoying. They were just straight up annoying. So you can tell this is the 80s because like in the 70s, we're at least trying. We had to be like they wanted us to be sympathetic with the victims. The 80s is like, no, you want to see these people die. So we're all in agreement. We Comedy want these horror. guys to die. Yeah. Right. I mean, they got to build it up. Like, hey, maybe maybe this crazy truck is actually full of kind of cool guys. So, eventually, what they're going to do is play chicken with the wrong family. Right. Well, just as a little sidebar, before they hop up, uh, they get tangled with the the pickup truck. Uh, they play Goo Muck by the Cramps. Yes. And I, I just anytime a movie 
has the cramps in it, I like to mention it and award it bonus points. That is... Well, I'd rather have listened to that than the synth soundtrack. Yes. If you could have played cramps, that would have been better. Oh, for sure. That that I'm glad you pointed that out because that is a huge plus. I can't imagine a radio station in Texas ever plays the cramps. Well, this, right. This is the, this is a cool one for headbangers, bro. Exactly. <laughs> they they would see Lux Interior writhing around in his speedo and high heels, and they'd be like, "What in the hell did we bring into our bar?" <laughs> LG would have Stretch wouldn't have. Yeah, Stretch was evolved. So again, pissed off the wrong truck. Yeah, and they're they gonna check in. They run off this old car. I think it even had that Ooga, like uh, horn. The on truck his. did, yeah. And they play like, drive, and, and then the truck starts following them. And it's got an American flag, so it's a, they're proud Americans. And they follow them onto the world's longest bridge. Dude, the truck pulls a perfect Jason. It just appears on the bridge. <laughs> Because they, they were going opposite directions. Must, I think yeah. they're in Key West because the bridge had to be like 10 miles fucking long. It was long as fuck. Because the scene took about five minutes and yeah. still on a bridge. So, yes, yeah, so then they played, they start playing chicken with the frat boys, mm-hmm. but they didn't realize they got Leatherface. And he hops up from the flatbed with uh, a desiccated corpse attached to his body. The yeah. hitchhiker from the first movie. Right. Whoa, really? Yeah, mm, they're, okay. They're they okay. Kept they, they kept his body. Nice. Oh, is that uh, Lefty's brother? No. No. Okay. Lefty's brother was in the wheelchair. Okay. I, I well, thought that was supposed to be his niece and nephew. That's what I thought, too. But then he says brother. He said, they say in the beginning, it's your your brother's kids. And then yeah. when he sees the body, he goes, brother. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless he's talking about his brother. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. I, <laughs> and we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, so then fucking Leatherface just starts sawing the fuck out of this car. I think they had like a like a ragtop type car because he's yeah right through it yeah it was yeah. and they're like oh shit and the, the, the guy can't the guy with the gun he shoots the he shoot he thinks he's shooting Leatherface in the face but he's shooting the hitchhiker in the yeah, face yeah right? so and then then it reveals this Leatherface and we're like all right Leatherface and Leatherface just totally fuck meanwhile they're on the line with Stretch they got back fucking with on her. So the Stretch line is hearing yeah. all this shit and she's like what the fuck's going on. But, of course, she's recording it, and that yep. won't come up later. That's not any kind of foreshadow. So the guy gets the the, the dude with the Bill Cosby sweater gets half of his head sliced right off. And cool blood, looking death. Blood splurting everywhere, and they crash. They go off the bridge and crash. And the bridge was like, literally when they showed him cleaning it up, the bridge is like a block long, if right. that. It's mm-hmm. like an overpass. And it was, they yeah. were driving on it for like five minutes. Yeah, because the whole time they're doing reverse, and they're just like, oh, how do we out- <laughs> outdrive this guy? He's going in reverse. That's like 10 miles an hour. Easy. So, Mike, you want to take us to the investigation the next morning? Which has one of my uh, favorite lines of the movie. So there's the wreckage there. There's a bunch of uh, police on the scene. They're... I don't know if they're trying to get a body out of the car or what they're Jaws trying to do. Life, I don't yeah, know. maybe they're trying to just get the car moved. But uh, we got our hero, question mark, cowboy lefty is hanging out. Texas and, Ranger. Uh, and then the uh, and more police show up, and one of them starts to do the whole, oh, nope, nope, you got to get out of here, man. This is crime scene. Pulling rank. Yep, trying to get him out of here. And uh, then the fresh-faced young guy that has a cushy desk job clearly gets out. He's like, oh, no, you can stay. You can stay. And they have a little to-do, him and Lefty, like, hey, man, nothing crazy's going on. Some shit went down in Texas, like, over a decade ago. You got the wrong people. 
These people are just yeah. here. Boys will be boys. Yeah. Having a good time for the football yeah. game. And this is where we learn that Lefty has a connection to the people from the first movie. Yes. So yeah. He's he's just obsessed with vengeance to catch these people. He killed his niece and nephew or brother and brother, sister. We don't know. Maybe all of them. But he's just like, that's, he's been traveling the past 13 years. That's all he's been doing. He's that's quit it. his job. He's kept the fucking cowboy outfit. He only has that one outfit. Yes. Well, the, yeah. the movie only takes place in like two days or something like that. So that's that's true. Be. But he still only has that one outfit. Well, it's cool. I mean, we can all agree. It's a cool outfit. It's got a good hat, good outfit. That he does. And so he's got to find, uh, you know, he's got to find some kind of connection. Someone's got to know something about this accident. And I mean, what does he go on the news or something? Or well, no, lefty no. Catches um, on? Before that, uh, the guy in charge tells him, you know, look, man, I got my orders to... I got I got the authority to kick you out of town and get you on the next flight if you start messing around with stuff. And Dennis Hopper just goes to his car, sits down, and he goes, you know, go ahead. I'd like to see that authority. And just <laughs> stares at him like, you ain't got shit, son. Pops a cigarette Classic in his mouth. Classic Dennis Hopper move. So good. So, yeah, I think the cops put it on the, like, the media. Like, yeah. And then, so, so like, stretch... She just so happens to be covering a chili cook-off at a hotel that Lefty happens to be staying in. Yes. <laughs> Very convenient. <laughs> so she's that's, like, how you, that's how you write a movie so right she's there. she's multitasking. She's like, I'm going to cover this, but first I'm going to go talk to Lefty, who at the beginning of the we see him, he wants all the help he can get, and now he doesn't want help for some reason. That was the weirdest thing. She's like, I've got evidence of them, you know, you're getting run off the road and everything. It's pretty chilling stuff. And he's just like, lady, I got no time for your tapes and whatever else you got on you. Right. So he just shoes her off. So she's like, oh, well, I guess I'll just cover that chili I, contest. I don't know. Millie. I don't know if uh, I'm just giving the movie too much credit. But I think he was intentionally playing hard to get. Okay. Well, we do learn he was he's playing he's playing the most biggest cat and mouse game of all time. He's playing the long game. This is true. I didn't I didn't think about it in the long game here because I was once they get to that chili cook off, I was just like, what is this man's recipe? Cuz it it well, looks, the secret It's it's meat and lots of <laughs> Texas people like to meat. That's prime meat. Prime. So this is where we so for second year in the row, Drayton Sawyer, the cook, as he's known in the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Same actor. Oh, he was in the first one, too? Jesus. Only one returning. What I don't get is, is he one of the brothers or is he the dad? I don't know. Because he's I old as shit, so I don't know. I always assumed he was a brother, but I don't know. I mean, he say. could be the older brother. I, I... But he he's... Very much about entrepreneurialism. He's about small business ownership. Oh yeah, big time. And he's, he's got a few monologues and about he's that. About chili, man, and he makes the best chili in Texas. I love that trophy they have too. It's shaped like the state of Texas. You, you got that? It's got that shape of Texas, but then it's got that kettle right at the top that they pour the chili into and let it yeah, flow over. There's a tooth in it. They don't yeah, the like, one. Oh, it's yeah. peppercorn. <laughs> oh, that's just a hard pepper shell. <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, we just learned a new, we got a new accent. This is the Cajun grief. <laughs> this here's the Cajun grief. Well, we're, we're in Texas, so he didn't have it. Uh, well, I believe he got his inspiration from Cajun land. 
so. <laughs> oh, boy. Your accent. South of the Mississippi. Well, I'm glad that you have more than Chicago now. Don't worry. So. I'll try it again later, and I'll turn well, right we, into yeah, well, we, we, Chicago. We had an idea cooking for that. But anyway, so then we get, this is one of my Should favorite, this is my favorite scene of the movie. Gearing up, buying some chainsaws. Dude. Oh, my God. This I is love such a great scene. scene. So much. I love my my favorite performance in this movie is Chop Top, Bill Mosley. Super underrated actor. Second favorite, Dennis Hopper. Third favorite, owner of the chainsaw shop. <laughs> Dude. So good. <laughs> so. Everything about this scene is so good. So Lefty shows up, and he, this store only sells chainsaws, by the way. That's it. Just chainsaws on racks, on shelves. See, he pulls out by like a grand in $100 bills and just lays it out on the table. Spreads it out, fans it out so the guy knows he's not about to rip them yeah, off. serious business. And then he grabs the biggest fucking chainsaw and the two mini chainsaws. And he's, That's right. It's like a... Versatility. Ba- yeah, it's like a baseball player grabbing a couple bats, taking a couple swings. Right. Well, that's the thing. The guy goes, he takes the money, he's like, well, try them out. There's a log out there you can try. And then, so then uh, Lefty starts up the chainsaw and starts hacking and slashing the shit. I Never you know. used a chainsaw <laughs> in his life. Well, well he, this isn't the proper way to use a chainsaw. No, not sure. at all. But... <laughs> <laughs> was, did, did the owner have an orgasm while he was watching that? He's he was. He was. I couldn't tell. He was so excited. Was he, I couldn't tell. If he was horrified or just getting off. No, on no, it. I think. It like, I think we saw a visceral change in the man because at first he's confused, like, he, "What in the hell's this boy?" Oh, oh my! I mean, if you've oh, seen, oh look at that lack of technique. Oh, so strong. Well, that, that hey, lack it, of technique. It's technique if you're fighting somebody. It's right? true. I mean, if you want a comparison, just think of uh, that uh, the scene from No Country for Old Men where he shows up to the shopkeep in the middle of nowhere and he's just freaking him the hell out. That's basically this old guy, but he turns it from like fear to he lemonade out of lemons. Dude, dude. he was like... loving it. That was, <laughs> you know, I hear that was uh, Shade's distant uncle who lived in the South. He was so into Dennis. He had Topper's that same enthusiasm. <laughs> we all were. It was great. It was so good. So the movie ends right there. Uh, we we just get another five minutes of and Dennis Hopper loving. Just no, you're wrong. Greg. What? There's more. I I stopped it right there. Well, that's a good thing. Me and uh, Mike watched some of it. Mike watched so, some of it. I watched it all. Okay, I can carry this. No, I, I saw it all. Okay. He got through in, it in bits it. and pieces in five in five segments. Don't worry because I almost didn't watch it either. I was busy too. Oh no, I mean I've seen this movie countless well, so times. So did I. But... I just need, I mean I just needed the order. I, so we go back to the radio station. Stretch decided she's gonna play, she's gonna listen to Lefty and she's gonna play the tape every hour on the hour to try yeah. to lure out these killers he really forces it on her he does it's well like, no she's like she's like we, we learn and I'm, I'm happy it worked out for her she's got aspiration she wants to be like serious journalist yeah and she's like this can be my big break i don't have to be fucking slinging them rock and roll songs to them headbangers anymore yeah as she says so she keeps starts playing it and then lg's like hey man i'm gonna go get us some coffee or some shit so he takes off and then we get introduced to as I said a couple weeks ago, one of the most underrated, creepiest characters of all time, Chop Top. Chop Top. Anybody want to take it away from me? Mike, I think you should. So she uh, stretches alone in the in the radio station, and she starts hearing some noise. And she's waiting on Lefty to show up. So she keeps going, like, oh, Lefty, where is that you, Lefty? And then she's kind of walking around, and then she stumbles upon Chop Top. Wearing his beloved Sonny Bono wig. <laughs> and uh, she's freaked out because 
I mean, if you've seen the movie, you know that Chop Top does not look like a normal dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so they have an awkward back and forth, and he's like, oh, I'm a big fan. I don't like to call in a request, though. It seems so, I forget. Iron what, Butterfly. Yeah. Play that Innovita Gata or whatever. Man, yeah. that's heavy. Yep. <laughs> but well, uh, well, while he's doing that, he's also has the fucking gross thing. He's got a coat oh, hanger. It's And oh. he's like heating up the end, the end that hangs on the rack. Yeah. And then he's scratching his scalp with it and yeah. like ripping off skin and eating it. It, it We haven't had like a character that was really all that. It, it's for the creepiest of reasons, but this is a movie where you're like, what is he fucking doing? Like, there's so much you want to know, and they 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 reveal it pretty soon here. But uh, you know, he's like, I can't leave until I get a tour, right. and so she's like, Oh yeah, uh she's just going over the desk stuff. She's like, This is Mister Dolphin, this is Mister Lamp. And uh, that's Mr. Exit sign. Go ahead and leave now. Right. Then uh, this one of the, I think, one of the most tense scenes in the movie. Yeah. Because the mood immediately changes. Because you're laughing at Chop Top. Yeah, you're uncomfortably laughing. Or at and least then, I was. And she's like, all right, goodbye. And then he just, he stops. He stops doing the Chop Top shtick. Yeah. And he just goes, all right. Goodbye. Goodbye. And just stands there and looks at her, and she's like, goodbye. And he goes, goodbye. Oh. And they just do that back and forth well, for Well, a then minute. he goes, you play that one song you played earlier? That yeah. And then she's like, holy shit. She, then it clicks for her. Yeah. Like, this is the killer. And then just out of the blue, I love. I, I loved how Leatherface had he had his chance on silent mode. <laughs> yeah, you know you you can get the, had, you gotta had, pay a little more. He had a silencer <laughs> on it. But so All, he, he, anyone who thinks they're stealing uh, Merman Productions' idea, we already hit the market on chainsaw silencers. That it's, it's going to be out in a few weeks. He turns here. it off and he just comes. Barreling out like you're like all tense because you're like waiting for Chop Top to do some shit. Yeah, and then Leatherface just comes hauling ass out of this room. Yeah, <laughs> accidentally hits Chop Top, fucks up his Sonny Bono wig. Oh fucking ba- Bubba, <laughs> you gotta get me a new plate cover. I gotta go yeah. back to the VA hospital with a dent in my head. Fortunately, oh. Chop Top had a plate in his head, so he didn't get the, the chainsaw didn't go through his skull. But that's why we that's so we learn Chop Top. Has been scraping the skin off his plate. Oh my god! It's yeah. so fucking gross. Oh, yeah. so naturally he stretched, freaks the fuck out, and starts runs back up into like the the radio booth. Leatherface chasing her. He's like, "Go get that bitch, Leatherface!" Yeah, dog will hunt. Dog will dog hunt. Dog will hunt. So uh, Stretch uh, finds herself in. They have a nice refrigerated section with a big steel door in this studio. Yeah, I. Don't know. I, I then. All right, so <laughs> sidebar here, and I'm not going to take up too much time. We're going to get this done in under seven and a half hours. Um, Good goal. This scene is one of my favorites just because of nostalgia reasons. My favorite movie of all time is The Burbs, and there's a scene where Tom Hanks is clicking through horror movies, and then he falls asleep. He uh, They show a scene from The Exorcist, Race with the Devil, which is a great movie, and this movie. Okay. And this particular scene from this movie. So I this scene always warms my heart okay. because it reminds me of the burbs. I like it. That's pretty great. But th- here's the thing to keep in mind. Usually when you have a refrigerated section, it's an enclosure. It's a full room, four walls. They didn't quite well, do that. It wasn't 
technically no, it wasn't. They, but they had like a they had a cooler full of ice with pop yeah. and beer in it. What yeah. was it? It has a giant steel reinforced yeah, door, like a sliding door, yeah, with a little rail spike to lock it from the inside. Yeah. Uh, what was this? Yeah, <laughs> no, Why? Yeah, I don't know. They but, just need it for a way reason for her to get away. So uh, yeah. face is a slash in the door with a chainsaw, and then it conks out. Yeah, it finally conks out, and I think this is where uh, this is where LG comes. Back. LG finally pops in, and he's whistling. He's got a bag Hawkinson, full of fries, not all on the floor, just looging everywhere. Yeah, well, LG notices something is amiss straight away because he notices that other vehicle, the there. truck. Yeah, and he's just like, "What the hell?" And then he goes in, and he's like, "Hey, Stretch, you know this door's unlocked and." He knows something's up. He doesn't know what, though. Yeah. And then we see, well, then he sees Chop Top, the original hipster, going through all the vinyl. Yep. And then he's like, oh, lick my plate, you dog dick. <laughs> One of the best lines of the movie. I had yeah. Bill Mosley sign, sign it, lick my plate, you dog dick, when I got an autograph from him. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> but uh, so, so while, he, while she's distracted, Leatherface bursts out again. He got silence remote back on. Silence remote. <laughs> he busts out. And he like I think he just knocks fucking LG off the staircase or something. Yeah, he he just kind of yeah. like thrusts him down the staircase because it's well, uh, chopped up. Yeah, I don't know if his saw was working at this point. Yeah, I think he not. just I, knocks him over. Yeah, no, but he but he knocks him over, and then to, to steal a, a song title from Cannibal Corpse. Hammer smash face because Chop Top starts slamming the shit out of Lil G's face with a hammer. Yeah, and just yelling random shit like. Here comes the mail and like <laughs> yeah. Ho Chi Minh and all this random <laughs> well, Vietnam-related stuff. He's got some uh, PTSD going right. on. Dude, it, again, it's so uncomfortable. It like This movie has such a better like feeling than all the other movies we watch right? like, for so, topping it. So this he's is, just beating the shit out of LG. LG's flopping around like a fish out of water. Yeah. And a good practical effect, too. And he's like, God it's damn it, gruesome. go get that bitch, Leatherface. The Leatherface goes back, starts... Oh. This is this part cracks me up. Like I'm in hysterics, literally laughing out loud every time I see this. Oh boy! Because he gets the saw started, and then he immediately just perks up. Like all right, runs up the stairs, goes back to the door, raises the saw over his head, making this weird like ah noise, and shaking his head back and forth like yes. he's doing some little yes. dance. <laughs> and it cracks me up every time well, i see it everybody face is kind of lovable in this movie yeah for a cannibal oh know? there's another scene with leatherface that just has me in stitches every time i see it but that's later in the movie well, he, he gives up on the door and he just kool-aid mans the wall <laughs> he kool-aid mans <laughs> the <laughs> shit out of that wall. He's like, oh yeah free and then and then he, so he, he pins like corners stretch and the stretch is like she's reading the situation he's like, this guy's an insult yeah I know what to do yep and she's just like, you know, talking him up like, oh, man, you know how to use that saw, you know. Yeah. She's like sitting on that bucket of ice with the beer and sodas, spread eagle. Got the Daisy Dukes, Daisy Dukes on. on. Yeah. And he's like thrusting the saw blade into the ice that's in between her legs. Yes. And it's oh. this. So- it's very Freudian right here. Like this. Yeah, he's, he's got the chainsaw running. It's like spraying yeah, beer and pop yeah. all over her. And then he turns it off, and then she starts like you know trying to work. I'm like you know, hey, oh man, you're so great, you're so big, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. You know how to use that thing? How good are you? And this, basically, what we're witnessing, guys, is that we're we're witnessing Leatherface blossoming into a man. He's going from <laughs> a boy into a man. Yeah. <laughs> And so he's un- he's he's finally getting in touch with his sexuality. 
and it's a beautiful thing if you think about it. If you take the That's cannibal true. shit out of it and a guy hitting a guy with a hammer downstairs. Good point. Good point. It's pretty, it's pretty uh, adorable. Right. It's, so, a, it's a beautiful moment. Okay. Okay. It's co- it's, this is the coming of age uh, Leatherface right, story. Right. Except he doesn't know how to work it. because I don't want to step on anybody's <laughs> toes because to get into the visceral nitty gritty of it, he's like gyrating his hips, but then like rubbing her leg. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> And she's like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah. You're, oh, you're so good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, so. he's inexperienced. You know, this is the first time. Ugh. So. And so he and then he, he fucking comes, right? He like. Oh, he, oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Like, he just starts shuddering. Oh, and then he turns in and turns the chainsaw back on and just runs out. He just runs out. He's embarrassed. Right out only lasted like five seconds. He did a red brown. <laughs> he wrapped it up. <laughs> oh, man. So he comes flying down the staircase. He's all fired up, and uh, Chop Top's still down there. Just Chop Top's hitting. thinking he, he's fired up. He killed her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's still beating the head of LG, and uh, they're like, did you get him, Baba? So they feel like, yeah, good job here. They grab LG, and they head out the door. LG, so a lot yeah, of meat on him. He already looks like he's a dinner table. He's got that. Red and white checkered shirt on. He looks. Right. He's, he's prepared. He's a fashion icon. Yeah, for sure. So he gives out one last loogie to let us know he's still alive. <laughs> but he gets dragged down. Blood in it, yeah, but still, it's a he, loogie. Yeah, he gets dragged down the stairs. And for cannibals, you think they would be like, "Well, let's get her body too." But whatever. They take LG. She didn't have a lot of meat. On. Yeah, not a lot it's, of meat. It's a good point. She didn't. Uh, so they get LG in the truck and they take off. Lefty for or uh, stretch for whatever reason. Well, she's just like Lefty. Where the fuck are you? You're supposed to be here. Yeah. So she's like, I can't wait. I gotta follow these guys. You're gonna get away. Yeah. So she gets in her jeep and starts following them. One on one. That's right. So this is where the beginning of the movie comes in play. He follows them to the Texas Battleland, which Ooh. is this abandoned amusement park. It and looks it's pretty cool. I would have enjoyed. Dude, it's creepy there. and disorienting. It's. It, it's perfectly unsettling, yeah, like this like, movie. Uh, who, what kind of amusement park has like tunnels, underground tunnels, and all this weird shit? All the weird lighting. But maybe that's the, why they they closed because uh, it was like disturbing. For sure, but that's also probably just because it's the seventies and they don't give a sh- or eighties and you know regulations. So she, so she follows them and and she sees they go into this tunnel and they go down into the bowels of hell, basically. Yeah, and the then another car oh, shows spooky. up. It's Lefty in a station wagon. Yeah. Like, like, what kind of badass is driving a station wagon? <laughs> right. <laughs> but, like, the thing is... It's practical. Come on. He's, like, chasing her down in the middle right. of the night. Yeah. And she's yeah. freaking out. And instead of rolling down the window <laughs> being like, hey, hey, Stretch, it's me, Lefty, he just <laughs> keeps her running in terror. He, he's, yep. in, he's in cat and mouse mode, all right? so he's He really like, is. This is his appetizer. Right. He's playing with his food. I was kind of confusing you for that chop. Choppy Dome guy, I, I right. noticed, come out of the you know the record studio. So, so she stops in front of his car. He's like, hey, it's me. Unfortunately, she happened to be standing on top of a trap door. <laughs> of course. I, I don't know why this music park has trap doors, yeah. but it does. Maybe the, the Sawyer Brothers put it in later. For I sure. So, so it opens, and she's like hanging, because there's like tree roots or some shit hanging from it. So yeah. she's hanging, and then LG's like... Here, here's a desiccated arm. Where, did, where does he pull that arm this. from? Well, it's just laying around. He could have, I mean, if he needed something, he could have used his big-ass fucking chainsaw and right. said, here, grab this. True. He's like, here, I have this rotting hand. So, of course, she grabs it, and it falls off, and she goes down this tunnel yep. and goes right into the bowels of hell. And uh, the whole family's down there. You want to you wanna tell us about the bowels? Well, is... Uh... 
There's one part I wanted to talk about, but I don't know if we're going to cycle back to it. When go Lefty on. decides to enter the hideout, are we going to do this first and then go back to that, or? Oh, well, they're kind of happening simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. Like we we follow Stretch down here, and then we get back to Lefty in a second. Okay, so, so I'll I'll let you do that, and I'll get I'll fill us in on Stretch's situation okay, here. Okay, you do you do Stretch. So she ends up behind like a like a oil barrel or something. It's like a drum. Well, she winds up in a room that there were Leatherface butchers. The, yeah, so it's, it's kind of like a smokehouse because they got all right. these limbs yep. like hanging from meat hooks. Yeah. And they, they burn all that crude oil to get that nice smoky taste for their chili. Right. So so she's hiding it. She's hiding because Leatherface shows up. So she's hiding. Yeah. And she doesn't know that LG is like laid out. Yeah. And he just he, he gets like this little mini like turkey curver type yeah. thing. <laughs> I like, like that. Yeah. He cuts her, his, LG's clothes off and he starts skinning LG. Yeah. So he like, and he like hangs it up on a hook and he skins LG's face. Oh, gruesome. And then she, of course, like dumbass, she like knocks over something. Yeah, she knocks over a bunch of meat hooks because there's just meat hooks everywhere. Right. And then Leatherface, oh, and he's like, oh, that's my girlfriend. You know, because yeah. he's already like, in uh, Leatherface's mind, they're married and have two kids. But, oh, yeah. Uh, and she's just like, we're just friends. And <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, this is, here's another creepy fucking moment. He grabs LG's face, like the yeah. skin of his face, and puts it on. Stretches face. Yes. And then puts her cowboy hat. Gets his, LG's, LG's hat. cowboy hat on top of it. And like uses that to adhere it to her face so the face doesn't fall <laughs> off. Yeah. And she's naturally flipping the fuck out. Yeah. This. And then he ties her up, ties her hands behind well, her back. Well, you don't, don't forget they have their first dance. Oh, that's right. Dude, they, yeah, he's a good spinner. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I mean, he uses Get that seven foot nine frame stars for fuck's sake. At least I know who he is for real. Like I end up having to watch that show cause it's on at the gym and I got to tell you, there's not enough leather face on that show. Okay. Agreed. You know, middle America wants a leather face on there. I'm sick of seeing like rich people on there. I want a leather face. Right. Yeah. So he's dancing. And then meanwhile, in the background, chopped up and the cook are having an argument about, you know, too much cumin. Property taxes. Oh, yeah. It was. Chop, Chop Top <laughs> is like going on about building some kind of Vietnam uh, he, well, he, yeah, amusement he's an, park. He, yes, he's an entrepreneur, too. He's like, dude, we could rebuild this and make it into uh, Nomland, I think he calls yeah, it. Yeah, Nomland. Nomland. You know the property taxes that we got. I was like, he's always like, Cook is the one who keeps it real. He's yeah. like, look, I'm, I had enough of your fucking pie-in-the-sky dreams, all right? I'm a businessman. <laughs> right. I know what you need to do. And so we, this is unfeasible. We can't do this. Yeah. So, so, so and, then he, and then the cook comes in, like, and he sees Leatherface is, like, uh, behind the, the drum, like, fucking with something. He's like, yeah. what do you got back there, boy? So he just holds up the face, and that's enough to distract everyone away from yeah. his little secret. And then that's when Leatherface says, well, I'm going to keep using my plate thing, so he ties yeah. her up and leaves her in the, the butcher shop. And now we need to know what's going on with our cowboy friend. Oh, boy. So Lefty, he's amping himself up, and uh, he he establishes that this is, like, the pit to hell or something like that. And he's gonna he's gonna bring it down on top of him, and so he amps himself up, and has the funniest and most anticlimactic charge into battle I have ever seen. Well, first we got to point out 
I fucking love this about the movie. He has fucking holsters for his mini chainsaws. Yes, he does. <laughs> so yeah. he's like yes, an old does. west like gunfighter, Dude, but it's chainsaws. If you noticed early in when we first meet Lefty uh, at the uh, the wreckage the next morning, you can see the chainsaw holsters in the back seat of his car. He already had them. Oh, nice. He already had them. He designed them. He probably took leatherworking up just to design those. <laughs> I like to I think so. Yeah, I. We need Look a whole it. new bio like story about Just Lefty. And don't worry, guys. Merman Productions already on it. Okay. So getting back to what so, you're saying. Yeah, he he gets himself amped up. But the problem is he's like 100 yards away from the entrance of this thing. So he just goes like, ah, running with the chainsaws. Uh, and then has to stop and take a breath. Yeah. And then go back to going, ah. <laughs> And then as he gets to the front, he gets out one more like little, ah! and then just kind of like casually walks into the hideout. <laughs> yeah. And just he goes in and starts yelling again and there's nothing. No one can hear him. So it's just like, oh, I did all that for nothing. Okay. I guess I got to just kind of creep around here and start sawing shit down. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like the action starting kind of pretty quickly after that. No, he just. Chops down some he's random on a, he's beams. He's on a suicide mission. He's yeah. like nobody's getting out of here alive. True. Right? So he's just as he's going, he's just chopping all these like beams down, so the place is collapsing on itself. Yeah. So then we're going back to uh, Stretch and LG. Yeah. And for a guy who got hit in the head with a hammer like a hundred times, LG's doing pretty good. He's doing yeah. great. He's doing shockingly well because he revives them Texas mouth. boys, you know. And he gets up. And she's like freaked out. She doesn't know who this is. And then he hocks a loogie. And she's like, LG? LG? Is that you? And he's like, sure is, darling. He says darling 45 times in this scene. <laughs> and so he 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 frees her. He like, he, you only think he's going to stab her. He's so fucked. He's, he's alive, but he's fucked up. Yeah. So his hands are shaking. He's got the giant butcher knife. And he's got to cut the rope. They made that uh, scene very tense, like he right. was going to stab her. Yeah. But he doesn't. He cuts the rope, and then he just collapses and goes, oh, shit. Darling, you got to get out of here. And and then as a, as a token of her love, because this is, I, I love this moment. She's like, I loved you, LG. I just want him to come back to life. He's like, thanks for friend zoning me the whole fucking time. Thanks for telling me now. And so she lovingly puts his face back on, <laughs> and puts his cowboy hat back on, and runs the fuck out of there. Yeah. And fortunately, she's not very good at sneaking around because they're immediately onto her. She like she's like in like there's like a tunnel. She's in like a, like a drainage Bunch tunnel, of, yeah. Thing, and she tries to go to the other one. It's like for fucking like twenty feet away, and she fucks it up, and they see her. Yeah, and they're like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> and then Leatherface like, "Oh, because he's like, yeah, he doesn't want anyone to know he's playing, got shit. playing right? dumb." It's funny because he's like. Did you see that? And Leatherface shakes his head no, but then Emilio shakes his head yes. Like, well, did you see it or didn't you? And he's like, no, yeah. <laughs> it's just he has no idea how to answer this. Man, so funny. The range on this man more bigger, greater range than Chuck or Seagal. <laughs> yes, combined. Leatherface made me laugh a lot more than Chuck ever has. Yeah, yeah, for Chuck, sure. Take some fucking lessons. Take right, this some movie. serious lessons. Go skin somebody's face. <laughs> put it over yours. So we don't have to see that stupid beard anymore. So, so I guess she gets like she she's on her way. She's trying to get out, and then Leatherface got the silencer mode on. Yep, busts <laughs> out and starts chasing her down this tunnel. 
and and like fucking lefties like right down at the end, like a hundred yards down. Yeah, but he's still wrapped up and fucking destroying shit. He doesn't see her. And this well, is when well, no, th- what happens is uh, she's running out and she's about to get to a turn. Yeah, but then the saw flares up. She's like, oh shit, Leatherface is right here. And then the beam starts to come down, and she runs the other way, but it's lefty, and you, she can't see him. So she runs the other way, and that's when she runs into Leatherface. Okay. Ooh. And so she's got she gets trapped by Leatherface again. So yeah. So we capture her. And then this is, we have a great scene where, like, oh, this is about sex, boy. <laughs> sex the, ain't nothing but a racket. Because now Shit. it's not just Leatherface. It's his right. whole family. The whole family's here, and this is where my other part that Leatherface does that kills me every time. Is uh, the Drayton, the cook, he's like, oh, we got this lady here's about sex, blah, 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 blah. And then Chop Top just nonchalantly is like, oh, wait, I recognize her. She's the DJ, my favorite. And yeah. then Drayton's like, wait, I thought y'all killed her. And the look on Leather, they zoom in on Leatherface, and he's just like doing the whole oh, my side God, eye yeah. thing, like back and forth, like, oh, yeah. oh, no. They so just good. found out. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so funny. And then Chop Chop, yeah, of course. Chop Chop, who also has his dead brother's mummified body strapped to his body that we saw earlier. Yeah, well. yeah, he's been running around. He's the, carrying nubbins around. And yeah. he, he's still back in Vietnam, so he's like, burn her like a rat. <laughs> Bubba's got a girlfriend. Bubba's got a girlfriend. And they're like, well, we're going to have her for dinner. Get Grandpa. And then they knock her out. So she's clonked out. This is, I mean... We uh we had the scene of Lefty. He knocked down the beam that eventually she gets trapped by because right. she she cuts off the, or rather he cuts off that one uh, trail. So he's really close. They're like fucking right next. They would have been right next to each other if not for that random structure that he cut over. Lefty found his brother. Well, he finds the body mark. in a wheelchair. Yeah. So he assumes because the brother was in a wheelchair. But in the first that, of course, just sets him over the edge. She's so fired up. Well, I also, I want to point out first, getting back to the first movie, how ahead of its time it was in that usually a person in a wheelchair is a sympathetic character in a movie, and he was the biggest fucking oh, dick in the fucking God. movie. I, ha- I hated uh, what's Franklin. It? Franklin. I hate him. Just the Sally, <laughs> Sally, all the time. Oh Jesus! I uh, I just watched another movie with an unsympathetic uh, wheel, wheel wheelchair bound character. So X Men. Uh, yeah. Wow, <laughs> Mister No Legs. Oh, well, we'll be talking about that in another episode. Maybe. <laughs> oh, wasn't that good? Mm, we'll let you decide. Okay. So yeah, and also. I want to. It must have had some fucking Duracells in his his flashlight because, in the very first movie, thirteen years ago, Franklin gets killed holding a flashlight. Oh, that's like, right. And so it lasts up until just as soon as Lefty sees it, then it goes out. So thirteen. Yeah. That's pretty damn good. My brother's favorite flashlight. That's, that's some Energizer shit. Yeah. <laughs> Energizer that should be a commercial for Energizer. Yeah, exactly. Right? They should be working uh, on that. And Long then, after you're dead, the bunny will keep going <laughs> and going. So, if he had Long any reservations now, he's they're gone. He's like, I'm ready to kill every motherfucker yeah. in this building. His death wish has hit a new uh, limit here. So, we cut back to the stretch. What's she doing? Oh, she's tied up in a chair at a dinner table. Yeah, they got the long dinner table out. They got the fancy candles. They got the nice skin, uh, you know, uh, tablecloth made from, you know, various got dead people. Numbified bodies and chairs. Yeah. And we we get uh, the cook. He tells a little bit about Grandpa. 
He talks about the old the traditionalist our grandpa was. Oh, yeah. The good old days. The good old like, days. He's like, yo, he used to work at the old uh, slaughterhouse, and they started automation and all this shit. There's a lot of... Pu- there are a lot of uh, Social commentary going on. Yeah, here, you know, we, we which we can kind of relate to being in Detroit because there's a lot of automation going on to put a lot of people out of business. Oh yeah, here. So he's like, yeah. Once they introduced like, cause, yeah, my grandpa killed the sledgehammer. Once they introduced that new shit, he said, "Fuck that shit. I ain't working here." <laughs> and we learned that grandpa's 137 years old. Just he's looking good for 137. Yep. So he's having a little trouble walking. So uh, Leatherface and uh, Chap Top bring him in on a rickshaw. Yep. And they pull him out, and of course, since he's the patriarch of the family, he gets the honor of killing Stretch because they're going to eat Stretch. Yeah. So they they do it the old school way. They're not. They're, it's all about old school, Grandpa. Yeah. So Grandpa is fucking Tradition, out of man. it. He's he's got fucking dementia. I don't know. He's got a lot of shit going. on. When I first saw this, I thought he was dead. I was. I really didn't think he was going to be able to do anything. I thought they were just that out right. of it. Where they because were... you kill a person. The old days, you kill the person. You put them their head over a bucket. And you, you bash their head with a hammer. So, and you make sure you have a ladle to catch that blood. All right. Yeah. Didn't he have the ladle in one hand and the yep. hammer in the other? Oh, uh, Chop Top was holding the ladle. Oh, okay. no, in the, beginning, in the beginning, Grandpa had them both. And then Chop yeah. Top grabbed the ladle right when Grandpa was ready oh. to hit. So, sadly, I mean, it's, he's doing pretty good for 137, but he's not that good. So he's missing her constantly. Dropping the hammer. Yeah. Hits her one time. And then they're like, fuck. Grandpa, we love you, but cut to the chase. And they just fucking hit her over the head. Yeah, he gets one clean. He had the one connection where it's just like, it was a thud, but you can tell. And like, after every try, he's getting more and more excited. And they start yeah. closing up. He's licking his lips. like. <laughs> yeah. He really, that he started to get the blood flowing again. Right. And then finally, finally, finally Lefty is on time. Well, maybe he's a little late because she got hit in the head with a hammer after all. Yeah. But he started, he's just, he's, this is where the cat and mouse game start. He's like, Hiding up in these tunnels up above, and he starts singing some fucking song. Yep, and they don't know where it's coming from. And he's just fucking. He's just getting, he's trying to play the mind games. Yeah, seems like now finally you guys are the ones that are scared. Yeah, and then he finally comes out and leaps down, and all hell breaks loose. Who boy? So I mean, I think he does take a moment to be like, "Hey, stretch. I'm sorry. I've been my bad." Yeah, I, I've I I've been fooling you the whole time. Yeah, know? like uh, she bad. pops up, she's like Lefty, and then he's like sister. So uh, maybe something weird's going on with. He's Lefty. probably he's gone insane. Yeah, basically he snapped. He's seen some shit. Yeah, so he frees her though, and then he's like, "Get the fuck out of here! I'm taking care of these guys." So he, him and Leatherface just started a fucking chainsaw duel. He immediately gets uh, Darson Drayton. Drayton, yeah. he immediately yeah. gets Drayton with the chainsaw right to the, the ass. Yeah, right up in the ass. Yeah. Which cha- actually helped him out because he said he had hemorrhoids. Yeah, yeah. sawed him a new one. And then, and then Leatherface comes in. He's got yeah. his, he had his silencer on. He, he <laughs> fucking took that off because it's too cumbersome. He needs to be ready for a chainsaw sword fight. Exactly. So the cook, he like a bitch, he hides underneath the, the table. He's murmuring about capital gains tax again. Right. Chop Top says, I'm going to go get stretched. And he goes after that. So it's just mano a mano. Yeah. Crazy cowboy, crazy cannibal. And they're going back and forth, back and forth. But finally, uh, Lefty gets the upper hand. Yeah. And he goes right through the gut, right into Leatherface. Mike, do you yep. know how he got the upper hand? Sorry, I was watching Super Mario Brothers 2 over there. It's okay. How do you get the upper hand? Fucking Grandpa rolls oh, yeah, up grandpa. with his hammer 
after he couldn't even fucking swing right. it with gravity, helping him go downward. Tomahawks it he, like a pro. Yeah, and so he's aiming for lefty. He ends up hitting Leatherface, which kind of gets him scrambled and off his game, and then you get a fucking chainsaw right through yep. Leatherface. And then we, Doesn't Grandpa fall out of the chair after yeah. he throws? <laughs> he put that. He put everything he had into it. Right, and then fucking the cooks under there still bitching about you know capital gains tax. And <laughs> yeah, he's he's yelling about all kinds of stuff down there. It's great, and oh. and then. I guess he some. I guess he's got the press because he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill all of us. And he, he there's just so happens to be. I think it was at the hitchhiker's body. Yeah, he's like, get over here, nubbins. And he he happens to have a grenade attached to him. So. He, he's like, where's where's the old fuck you, Charlie? And he has another name for it. I forget what, but he's all these yeah. nicknames, nothing but not grenade. Yeah, so he's underneath the table with a grenade. Fucking lefty pulls out those fucking side shooters of his, those, yeah. those tiny chainsaws, <laughs> and he's just fucking hacking the shit up with Leatherface. You almost feel bad for Leatherface. Yeah, it's true. And uh, and then Leather doesn't Leatherface drop? He drops the saw, it goes through the table, and hits the cook. Yeah, jostles him. Yeah, I mean, why? I, he's gonna blow him up, and then he's like, "Oops, I'm not gonna blow his up. I didn't get that." Yeah, but everybody gets blown up with yeah. the, the grenade. Maybe and- Grandpa survived. I don't know. The only thing we have to kind of close up here is uh, what's been going on with Stretch and Chop Top. Yeah, so she's hauling ass, trying to get, find her way out of this maze of this the amusement park. Very disorienting again. That's just Meanwhile, crazy. Meanwhile, Chop Top's got straight razor. He's slashing at her and all this shit. Yeah. She stops him momentarily with a lamp. She hits him on his plate and fries his brain for a couple seconds. That, that stunned him for like a second, though. Yeah, he was right. right back on her ass a moment later. Yeah, and then she finds uh, the this kind of uh, sarcophagus. Yeah, it's like, a, <laughs> it's like an exit, and she goes uphill... Right. And then it's like at the this top. Is the weirdest fucking amusement park. I yeah. can see why they went out of business. Oh yeah, no, it should have been closed down, condemned till the day it opened, probably. <laughs> right. And she finds uh, Grandma, her well, her corpse. Yeah, and she's holding the giant ass chainsaw. Because why not? <laughs> right. Well, you need one. It saw his family. We learned that. Right? Yeah, that saw his family, and they keep it very well maintained. It's you know, and fucking, I guess. What I guess uh, Chap Top, he hasn't seen Grandma in a while, so he's kind of like respectful, and she grabs the chainsaw. He's like, what, you bitch? You about to grab my grandma? And he's like, are you all right, Grandma? And you know, meanwhile, she's dead, but he's crazy. He just cut his throat with a fucking straight razor. Right. You know? And she finally gets the chainsaw started because they were maintaining it, and she f- fucking slices Chop Top up the gut, kicks his ass down this hill. Well, before that... She's like trying to get this fucking thing started, and then he's just hacking at her back, and she's doing nothing to stop him. She yeah. just keeps, she's, she just keeps she's, trying to rev that, like yeah. kick him away, push him away, or something, Do and then nice keep trying start. to rev, like yeah. yeah. But she's just taking it. While she she's could trying just to, hit him in the face as, with the chainsaw. We're talking about before the show. She lacks upper body strength. She can't do it. Okay. <laughs> so, but she has enough strength that she kills him. He goes flying down this hole, and then take it away, Mike. What happens? It's the very end of the movie. So he goes flying down this hill, rolls down into the, like, tubing, the whatever it is. The bizarre. And uh, she's standing on top of this altar, and she starts giving her, I just beat a bunch of cannibals, scream, and does the most awkward chainsaw dance I have ever seen. Really? Yeah. kind of sexy, but. (laughs) She's, like, awkwardly just kind of 
moving her shoulders and elbows. It's almost kind of like a sailor jig she's got going on. Like she's just that. kind sailor of jig. wobbling around. It's I uh, no. They shoulda they shoulda just had her hold it above her head and scream and give I mean, it a couple shakes or something. Almost everybody in this movie gets to dance with a chainsaw. So it right. had it was a thing. It's right. like the yeah. blues well, in their dance. Thing. We did a lot of that in the eighties. Yeah. Chainsaw dance. I believe it. I uh, I wanna I wanna see the old footage of you and the Zubaz with your chainsaw. Fuck yeah. I mean you yeah, probably did so that a couple I times. Was, I was I originally did the that's how I actually like, cut trees too, just like Dennis Opera does. Just fucking taking them. chunks yeah. at it. <laughs> yeah. You got some hillbilly dude just losing his mind. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! Oh. It's the prettiest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So basically, out. <laughs> maybe we're setting up a new generation. Maybe she's going to be the mom, but no, she's not. Because we learn in part three, she gets her shit together and becomes a journalist. Yep. A journalist. So, thank God, Stretch is okay. Somebody survived this horror, this massacre. Ooh. That's ominous. And so once again, that's the last, if you're interested in these movies, that's the last Texas Chancellor Massacre you need to see because all the rest are awful. I mean, the next generation isn't terrible. No. It's not terrible. Uh, are you going to talk about the reboots now? Come on. I don't. No, I'm not going to talk about the reboots. reboots Dude, you want to talk. Listen, you want me to tell you about the worst one. If you think Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation was bad, Texas Chainsaw 3D was unbelievably bad. How can you fuck these up? I mean, it's just some crazy fucking. They make rules. Leatherface like the sympathetic anti-hero. Yeah, in that know, one. Yeah. What? That sounds yeah. weird. Yeah, he's like, uh, like a tormented, like emo kind of dude. Like, like, he's like, oh my face. Like, didn't he have like his face, like his nose was missing or some shit? Something like one that. One of them is like that. That's the remake. Yeah. Yeah, and this is bullshit. And you know what like I Rob didn't Zombies like about all the remakes is is that they had like. Oh, I prefer it's just creepier to me. Just a group of fucking crazy brothers living together doing this. When they had like a whole family where it was like mom mm-hmm. and little bo- little kids and shit, I didn't like that. Yeah. I like it where it's just because you know when you get a group of guys together, creepy shit happens. Yeah, right. And so that's why I prefer like the original ones. Yeah, but and boys will be boys, so they're safe. It's okay. Right. So Griff. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Schlocktober is over. It's officially, we've closed the, the Economicon on this one. Yes, we've closed the door on Gulen Globlin Theater. We did it all. We did Slasher Killers. We yeah. did Werewolves. We did Kind of Vampires. Kind of Vampires. We did Kind of Demons. Yeah. And we did, I think, in my opinion, the scariest fucking villain of all, Crazy Hillbillies. Yeah, Crazy yep. Hillbillies for sure. No. So... We're going back to our back to foreshadow. I don't know. We're not foreshadowing anything. We're going back to Golden Globus. Hey man, last two weeks we were we were in Golden Globus territory. So well, but we're going where where our bread and butter is. True, and we're going home where the heart is. So judging by our numbers, you guys love Schlocktober. At least the bots did. Oh my god, the bots were (laughs) eating this up. Crazy for the the Golden Globlin. So who knows? Maybe next. It's, if we're it's, still doing this next dude, October, maybe we'll do it again. It's all that Anton Maiden, man. That's yeah, what's oh getting the bots' Anton attention. Maiden treasure. Yeah. Rest in peace, Anton. We might, we might just do an episode about Anton Maiden. I think we should. Retrospect. Behind the music. Maybe maybe, maybe uh, when we'll do one for a rainy day when we can't get together and do a real episode, and we'll just have a 20-minute deep dive into Anton Maiden. I don't know if I, that's enough time. That's, that's scratching the surface. No, oh, you're, 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 okay. You're going to need at least 10 minutes per three-and-a-half-minute MIDI song. Yeah. <laughs> so, Griff, we're going back to our bread and butter. Action. 
Mm-hmm. It's been and a while. So to, to, to reward the, the to the few, the few people that are like, God damn it, I come to Golden Globes for action. I don't give a fuck about horror. We're going to reward you because we're going to go straight into a Golden Globes classic. Riff, of course, I'm talking about Death Wish 3. Finally, we get that AARP wonderful geriatric yes. old fuck that is. Finally, Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson. The guy who built, along with Chuck Norris, Golden Globus Productions. Yeah. It's a classic. Most people would start with one. We're like, fuck that. No. We're going straight to the craziest one, the, the Golden Globiest one. <laughs> yes. Part three. And Griff, also, because we're, we're celebrating Halloween, I did a seance the other day. Okay. And I'm so excited to tell you the news. I raised the spirit of Charles Bronson. I spoke with him. Ooh, yes. We were in tight negotiations. I Usually I don't tell people about our sponsors, but I'm so excited about this next sponsor. I have to let everyone know so they'll make sure to tune in. Yeah. We're, you, I talked. It, it, it was back and forth. But I finally got Charles Bronson to agree to represent the latest sensation from Merman, uh, Merman Industries. Yes. Bronson brand sex toys and marital aids. I everybody is good. Their li- everyone's life is going to become that much richer yes. when they finally know that these products are available and endorsed by Charles. We're going to fix the whole incel thing because people aren't going to need to fuck other people. No. After this, no, we've solved it. Good game, mic drop. We can't drop these mics, but mic drop. I mean, we won. <laughs> We're going to win. So, Mike. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. You're always welcome here. Anytime you want. It's true. It's true. You're always on the mic. We appreciate that. Yeah. (laughs) You lean in. I try. I try. You do a good job of leaning in there, bud. So, guys, we'll see you next week. Happy Halloween. I'm going Globus Theater. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Mike. Happy Halloween. Remember, if you uh, are not handing out candy... Turn off your damn porch light. Turn and uh, if you have jack o' lanterns lit, don't blow those candles out. Let them burn out. Bad luck. While, Is that? Oh, while we're on the subject of that, if you send your kids out, you better fucking give candy out. You motherfuckers, stingy motherfuckers. Yeah, it's true. A lot of people in my neighborhood do that, and that's fucked up. It's that five is... bucks for a fucking bag of candy. You cheap sons of bitches. It is messed up. I will do all my trick or treating tomorrow at Meyer or Thursday at Meyer when I buy all the ninety-five percent off candy. Right. And it lasts me like a year because I don't eat candy very often. Very economical. Yes. All right. So that's it for now. See you next week and keep it warm. Mm-hmm.